Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and welcome again to Mario Sequeira Jr.'s podcast. I'm your host, Mario Sequeira, and today's topic is about temptation, and I'm going to tell you, teach you how to flee from it. I'm going to help, try to help you to flee from it, give you advice to get away from it before it even starts, right? But before we jump into it, I want to tell you what's been going on in my life. You know, it's 2020, new year, new me. <laughs> Not really, but uh, I just started a safety class, and I just got done with my first week, and I'm going into my second week. And all I ask for y'all, from y'all, is to pray for me, just to pray that I get through it, that I finish, and I stick to it, right? But the definition of temptation in the Google says the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise, which is basically what temptation is is doing something wrong you're not supposed to be doing or something unwise temptation is something that doesn't reflect God because it's gonna make you sin <coughs> some of us think of it as oh God has tempted me God has tempted me and he knows you know it just but God doesn't put you to trials that he knows you're not gonna get through God only gives you better that he knows you're going to to succeed in f- victory through it, right? Temptation does not come from God, but comes from our own sinful desires. See, in ch- the book of James, chapter 1, verses 13 to 15, it says, Let no one say when he is tempted, say, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away from his by his own desires and enticed. Then when he when desires has conceived, it gives birth to a sin, a in sin. When it is full grown, brings forth death. See, and um, it might be something small, you know. It might be uh, you're tempting to do your addiction, which is what might be dipping or smoking or drinking or. Or pornography, right? In the Bible, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not encouraging to do it, but in the Bible it does say in Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 30, it says, And if your right hand causes you to stumble, like it's, it's funny how he says right hand, right? Cut it off. Throw it away. Hold on. Wait, what in the? What in the? What? It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell, right? So if you're, like, let's say, for example, pornography, and you're left hand like I am, if your left hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Now, try to stop before you do that, right? Try to do with all your poverty before. But if it's to the point where, you know, there's no help, I didn't say it. But Jesus did, right? <coughs> you can take my word for it or not, but it's in the Bible. Open your book and read it. You cannot have both God and your sinful desire. You can't you can't have both, right? It, it's it's in the Bible. Matthew in the book in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 it says, "No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the other and love the other." Or else he will be loyal to 
the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't do it. You cannot. It's impossible. It is impossible. No, you cannot serve sex and serve God at the same time. Cannot. Cannot. And you might say, um, I still love God, but I like doing sex. I like having sex. No, that's where it says you will be loyal to one, which is sex, and despise the other, which is God. <coughs> so you can't do it. It's it's impossible. And if you ever get forced into temptation, you know, you come to a point where you just box corner with temptation. Temptation is coming into your corner. When you are faced with temptation, run the other direction. And the second in the book in the second book of Timothy, for chapter second, chapter two, verse twenty-two, it says, "Flee also youthful lust." But pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Basically, that verse is saying surround yourself with love, surround yourself with faith, peace, and people who call on the Lord. You know, if your friends are causing you to sin, into, if your friends causing you to t- tempting you to sin and sin and sin. Surround yourself with other people. You know, if that's, a, if that's a big problem, surround yourself with other people that call on God. <coughs> that will help you become a better you. You know? Again, let me see. Let me read it. Flee also youthful lust, but pursue faith. But pursue love. But pursue peace. Pursue those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Okay. Like your parents say, you are who you hang out with, right? So if that's the case, then hang out with people who call on the Lord with a pure heart. Another thing is prayer. Prayer, praying, praying makes a difference. Some of us Christians don't believe. Come to a point where at our lowest, we pray. We pray, we pray until we get to the top and we get back on our feet. We should stop praying. We stop praying. We forget. We forget about Jesus. No. Oh, I'm at the top. I don't need him no more. I'm gonna put him in my, in my storage until I get back on the ground. Until I fall again. <coughs> I feel like sometimes that's God doing that. You know, He pushes you to fall on the ground to so let you know, hey, don't forget about me. You need me. You know. You only come to me at your lowest. Don't forget me. Don't forget about me at your highest. I don't know. It's just prayer is a big thing in any part of life. You know, if you're struggling with temptation, pray. If you're struggling with financial, pray. If you're anything that you need help with, pray. Because God, any no one can help you as God. God works in mysterious way. So give him a chance. Pray, and see what happens. Right. Prayer strengthens us against temptation. It's in the Bible. It's in the book of Mark, chapter 14, verse 38. It says, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Your flesh, your body 
it's going it's going to rot the body that you are living in right now in this world is going to rot your body is weak it is weak but your but the spirit is indeed it is unwilling that's what you need to watch for that's what you need to just cleanse you know praying just pray and pray and pray <coughs> against your temptation and I promise you it will work. Surround yourself too. You got to do your part too. You can't just pray and let God do all the work. No, He's not. It doesn't work like that. He wants you to move. He wants you to take the first step too. He wants you know. For example, if drinking is a problem and your friends love to drink and that's what all y'all do, take the first step. No, or you could pray first and take the next step by you surrounding yourself with people who call on the Lord with a pure heart. And everything would become easier. It gets, it gets easier. I don't know. It's, at first, it probably won't. But when you just do it and do it and do it, it gets easy. Pray, pray, pray. When you're at your lowest, don't let no one discourage you. Don't discourage yourself either. That's one thing that a lot of people do, and that's discourage themselves. You know, when at their lowest, oh man, I can't. I'm weak. I give up. It's it's got me chained up. I can't do it no more. Don't be discouraged when you are faced with temptations. God is doing his work in you. In the book of James, chapter 1, verse 2 to 3, says, My brethren, count in all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produce patience. Have patience patience don't don't just see temptation and fall into it try to fight it have patience pray for patience that's another big thing good thing to do pray <coughs> avoid all things that might lead to compromising situations in sin avoid it your friends invite you to a bar and you have a drinking problem, avoid it. If you get that text message at night, three, two o'clock in the morning, saying you up, and you like, and sex got you hooked, avoid it. <laughs> in the in the book of Romans, chapter thirteen, verse thirteen through fourteen, it says, "Let us walk properly, as in the day, not in reverie and drunkenness, not in leadness and lust." Not in strife and evening, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Let us walk properly. What that means is as in the day. Let us walk properly in the day. You can see clear in the day, right? You can see. Everything is twenty twenty vision. But it says not in reverie and drunkenness. Don't walk in drunkenness. When you start drinking, it leads to more sin. It leads to another sin. It leads to the, you texting that person saying, you up at 2 o'clock in the morning? Saying walk as if you're in daylight. Walk with Jesus. Put the armor, put the body armor of Jesus Christ. <coughs> don't put yourself in situations. Don't walk, don't. Go to this club when you know there's going to be bad, good-looking girls out there dancing to 
whatever song they're listening to and moving their body the way they're not supposed to be moving their body. But just flee from yourself. Walk properly. Walk away. Flee. Pray about it. Lord Jesus, please give me the strength to not go to this bar. Give me a phone call from one of my people that have the pure joy of, of, of just just walk properly, you know. And if you if you know you're about to sin, you know if you if that tempt is about to beat you, call one of your buddies to get you out of that tempt. Hey man, what are you doing? You know, come over. Or let me come over or let's hang out. Let's go grab a, a buy or something, you know. The spiritual battle begins in the mind. Everything begins in the mind. Your temptation begins in the mind. Mind is a powerful thing. Mind is a powerful it's a powerful thing. It's in the Bible. In the second book of Corinthians, chapter ten, verse four through five says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to obedience of Christ <coughs> basically that verse says put your mind in God put your mind in God everything you do do it for Jesus because if you start lurking into Away from God, where oh, where your temptations are, it's easy to go back into it, you know. My thought, some of y'all say my thoughts are flooded with temptations, you know. My, my, that's all my head does, and I can't do nothing about it. Like, what can I do? Like, help me. I need help, you know. Like, I can't stop thinking about, I don't know, sex, or I can't stop thinking about drinking and just going out with my friends and having fun, right? I just can't do it. I can't stop doing it. When temptation comes to mind, think of think to heavenly things. You know, in the Philippines, the book of Philippines, chapter four, verse eight, it says, "Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report." If there are any vit- virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things, right? If things are true, any- everything in the Bible is true. So basically, meditate in the Bible, right? Uh, whatever things are are uh, pure, everything in the book, the God's words are pure. Read it. It's in the Bible. Meditate the Bible. Whatever things are lovely, there's a lot of things that are lovely in the Bible. So meditate in the Bible, right? Whatever things are good to report, there's a lot of good reports in the Bible. So meditate in the Bible. If there's any virtue and there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. So Everything in the book of the in the Bible is praiseworthy. So basically, that verse saying, meditate in the Bible, meditate. Open your book. If you're falling in temptation, if you get that call or that text you up, 
Instead of opening that text messages, open that Bible. <laughs> or I just that just it just came out like that. <laughs> open instead of opening the text messages, saying yes, come through. No, open the Bible. Turn your flip up, flip your phone upside down, put it on night mode, do whatever you gotta do, and then open your Bible. <laughs> come to Jesus. I mean. And anything you do, go to Jesus. He He knows you. He created you. He wrote your story. He knows you. He knows where your next move is, you know? He knows what you're going through, basically. Just come to him. Pray to him. Flee. Run the other direction from temptation. Temptation is a something that we all face, you know? It might not be the same temptation, but we are all weak. And whatever our temptation is, whether <coughs> whether it's spending too much money, you know, on makeup or clothes, and you have a problem on on anything, come to God. Jesus is your strength and weakness. It's in the Bible in the Second Corinthians, chapter twelve. Verse 9 through 10, it says, Jesus says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Your weakness is when you are your strongest. Because God, that's when God's grace is sufficient for you. That's when his power is made perfect, is in your weakness. But when you are weak, you are strong. Don't think at your lowest, oh man, I'm at my lowest, because you're really not at your lowest. When you're at your lowest and you put God in there, oh boy, you are stronger than at your strongest. That's what all I gotta say. I mean, everything that I've said is basically, in a, you know, all these uh, tips I've given you are not my tips, it's tips from the Bible. It's, God's words. <coughs> but yeah, don't be discouraged when you are faced with temptations. Avoid all things that might lead to compromising situations and sin. No, uh, prayer strengthens us against temptation. Pray. When you are faced when temptations run the other direction. And then pray. First, get away. You know, if you can't get away, if you are a corner, Pray. But remember, you can not have both God and your sinful desire. You can't do it. It's impossible. And last but not least, temptation does not come from God, but comes from your own sinful desire. So remember that. Remember that. When you are at your lowest and you think God is tempting, you know. Because God would not put you through something that you can't get through. That's true. But yeah, that's that's it for this podcast. I mean, I hope you learn something, you know. I hope I teach y'all something, you know. Hope, so hope y'all got something out of it. And again, I always do this at the end of my podcast. You know, if you if you want to express, you know, if you want to come with Jesus, if you want to have a relationship with Jesus, and maybe you did have a relationship, but you fell off, you know, because you're not perfect. We're not perfect. We're going to always go the other direction that God's not trying taking us because temptation is a, is something that we face every day 
Temptation is something that pulls us away from God. And we don't even know until we're too deep into it. And I'm like, man, where am I at? This ain't, this ain't me. This is, this is spiritually. Or this is society me. But this ain't spiritually me. I don't. This is, you know, why, why do I keep going in here when it doesn't satisfy me? So, you know, so if you've fallen from your relationship with Jesus, you want to get back to it. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you want to start a relationship with Jesus, I'm going to say this prayer. You know, I want you to f- repeat after me and you will be saved and you will have a relationship with Jesus. And it's your part. And then you come to this part after you say this prayer to open your Bible, grow a relationship, pray to Jesus. You know, maybe never have prayed, pray to him. Maybe he can help you, right? <laughs> If you want to express this decision to God in prayer, you know, you just say something like this. Dear God, I know that I am imperfect, but I believe that Jesus died for all my sins so that I am completely forgiven now and will spend eternity with you in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen and amen. But if you have said that, if you said that prayer, you are saved. You are, if you, let's not hope, you know, but if you died in your sleep <coughs> before you did say that prayer, then you will for sure go to heaven. And you're like, nah, 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 I got to do something to get to heaven. No, you ain't got to do nothing. God, Jesus already did everything. And that's when he died on the cross for you. Because he loves you, you know, God for God. So love the so for so love the world that he gave his only begotten son. John three sixteen. But yeah, that's the end of my podcast. So if you know if you ever come to a temptation, I hope you just take one of those advice and write it wrote down. Flee from it. Pray about it. Call a friend, you know. Hey man, what are you doing? I need I need I need I wanna hang out with you. you no, know, because if I don't then I'm gonna be Send these you up messages, but I hope you got something out of it. And <clears throat> and then remember, don't forget to pray about me for my for me and my safety class. Pray that I get through it, you know, and I f- get through it with a lot of more knowledge that I didn't know. So hope you have a blessed week, and remember that God always loves you, and as I s- also love you. Bye.